Welcome to Jumpstart Sessions. This is a little different episode for you uh, this week. Uh, I wanted to share last week, I had an episode where it was an exchange uh, between one, me and one of my coaching clients with my coaching service called Coach in Your Pocket. And so uh, when you're part of that, um, you get access to something I record that I don't typically release right now on the podcast called Jumpstart Stories. And so as you'll hear in there, you know, I release between one and three of those a week. Uh, lately, they've been a little less because they've been a little longer when I do them. And uh, that's what I'm going to release. I had one that was just absolute fire last week, and I wanted to share all that with you. And I also wanted to share with you that if you had any interest in trying out Coach in Your Pocket, uh, if you go to coachinyourpocket.net, uh, you'll see that there's a seven-day trial for free. Uh, it is really simple to join and get on to Voxer, where I release these jumpstart stories and where you have access to me uh, to support you on more or less a daily basis. You can get some more info on coachingyourpocket.net. But I won't say any more. I'll leave you to this episode, and uh, we'll go from there. Rock and roll. Look forward to connecting with you and coaching your pocket. Talk soon. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. So I, <laughs> this is kind of three parts here. So I have the little quote above. I have a video on Facebook and I have, I was joking, my uh, dissertation. I looked up dissertation. I've been telling people my, my dissertations lately and I thought of dissertation, I don't know, <laughs> being goofy, uh, for a, a voice dissertation. See, a dissertation is a long essay uh, written you know, to get your doctorate in school, but, um, you know, my things are, are long, uh, long audio forms, but it comes in the form of the quote, the video, and what I have to say here, and uh, what you read above is basically uh, Jimmy Johnson to his football players during the halftime at 1993 Super Bowl. I told them that if I laid a two-by-two, two, a two-by-four across the room, everybody there would walk across it and not fall, because our focus would be that they were going to walk across that two by four. But if I put the same two by four, 10 stories high between two buildings, only a few would make it because the focus would be on falling. Focus is everything. The team that is more focused today is the team that will win the game. So I'm actually gonna tie in the Super Bowl for one second here as well. I'm honestly, as a collective whole, not huge. I'm one of the, uh, you know, whether it comes to, uh, I guess, going to church. I grew up Catholic with my parents. I went every weekend. I became the person now, well, quite frankly, Certain levels, it almost never goes, but would go at times with my family on the holidays. And when it comes to sports at times, depending on who it is and what it is, you know, my, my wife's uh, stepfather is huge into the Chiefs, and my dad was too. So we just all went over and we watched the Super Bowl together. It's probably the first in its entirety Super Bowl I've watched in at least 10 plus years um, in its entirety. Did some things here and there where we would watch the, you know, commercials and whatnot, but I probably still didn't pay much attention to the game, but I paid attention to this game and I paid attention to those around me as I'm always do with a lot of things. And what I found was that even one of my epiphanies here recently was in that game and what I've noticed through what uh, her father-in-law's name is Jim has told me is that the Chiefs uh, this year and this Mahomes tends to like to come back seems to do better in the comeback, seems to do better under pressure. And what I noticed and what I came up with that ties into what I'm going to talk about here today is that in the first half of the game, I would say he was 
playing with the thought that he could lose. Playing safe. Right? But in the second half of the game, he had a, I have nothing to lose because we're already going to lose. So what do we have to lose now? We are losing. And so he started to do quick plays, and he played better in those quick plays than he did in the regular plays. He started to throw more. He started to do things that seem risky because in the beginning of the game, he was running more. Well, running more could be considered more safe because the reality is you might be like less likely to get an interception, to lose the ball, right? There's all these things. But when he shifted, I'm guessing, his perspective from – I have something to lose, so I've got to be scared. I've got to hold on more tightly. I've got to take less risks. Be less bold. He was losing. And then with nothing to lose, because I've seen when people at their rock bottom and they feel they have nothing else to lose, they're the most dangerous people, good or bad, on this earth, are the people who feel as though they have nothing to lose. And so when you read that quote above, you see that when he's saying when there's nothing, they're not fearing going to fall, they'll just boom, 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 and they're focused on they're going to walk across, no problem. But you put that thing up 10 stories in the air, they're focused on they're going to fall. That's why most people either would not do it or would have a higher probability of falling because they'd be focused more on falling than they would on walking across the two by four. So the video I posted above, um, this guy I've known uh, probably since about 2014 now. He's big in the full-time filmmaker community, if any of you, of course, or some of you are in there. Uh, his name's Adam Grumbo. And I don't know Adam on a deep level. I'd love to ask some questions relative to the video that he just posted because, as you'll see, the video is titled, you know, Why It's Okay to Admit You're a Wedding Filmmaker or a Wedding Videographer or your love for that. Because he says that, you know, so many go on to – have most of their income or a big part of their career be wedding videos, but they'll do everything in their power to not say they're a wedding filmmaker. They're a wedding videographer. And I find that fascinating because through my years of coaching and having done a lot of weddings and everything else, what I find is, is that a lot of people use weddings as an ends to a means. They're trying to get somewhere else, but they kind of despise it the whole time or they don't want to do it. There's those of which who just don't want to do it, never do. And there's those of which who potentially do it, maybe grow to love it like himself, or do genuinely love it. There is no right or wrong. But it is in the lack of focus that hurts us. I'm going to tie in some things here in just a second that have happened to me recently that I can now crystal clearly, uh, it, it, you know, because it's as if, I'm tying a few things here, I, I'm going all over, but bear with me, as all of you always do, is that if you're driving down the car, you're driving in your car, and you can't see out the windshield, and it's completely foggy, you won't go very fast, right? Because what do you focus on? I can't see anything. I, I can't see out the windshield. It's scary out there. I don't know if there's a car or a tree. Or, what am I going to hit? But the more you can clean out that windshield, then the faster you'll go. And if you realize, holy crap, it's sunny. I'm on an open road. There's nothing in front of me. You'll crank that thing. I mean, depending on who you are again, you get that thing as fast as it goes and fly down that road. If there were no laws of no anything and it's clear open road and you can see clearly, you would go as fast as possible, as fast as your car can go. But I had a call with somebody yesterday where we were talking about, you know, some people go all in and they quote unquote lose. Well, do they really lose? Or is it sometimes they're an 18 wheeler and they act like they're a Lamborghini. And so they're trying to pack the Lamborghini full of what an 18 wheeler could hold and they can't do it. But then the 18-wheeler is trying to be a Lamborghini and race one, and it can't beat it. Now, that's so 
blatantly obvious to us when we hear that. Of course, you're not going to pack a Lamborghini like you would an uh, 18-wheeler. And of course, if you were an 18-wheeler, you wouldn't drive it like you were in a Lamborghini. But that's obvious with that example. But in life, we are doing this all the time. We think we're a Lamborghini when we're an 18-wheeler, right? We think we're an 18-wheeler when we're a Lamborghini. And it is only in the fact of wishing you were the Lamborghini when you're an 18-wheeler that you get and create the resistance that prevents you from making anything happen or creating anything in your reality. And so what I realized recently is I, I, I've had a, a, a life that has been riddled with what could be considered shiny objects and squirrel moments and, you know, chasing this over here and this over here and then really what feels like at times a frustration of not quote unquote catching anything not making anything happen but i have also times in my life where i had the most extremity of focus and i achieved things in short periods of time that essentially some would seem impossible some would say that isn't possible that you can't do that i.e when the game was playing her stepdad the third in, in the third quarter, you know, when they're down, I think, 20 to 10, which they've come back from farther than 20 to 10 before as well, from what even he had told me. He goes, that's over. It's done. They're, they're done. And he gets to that. Oh, yeah, okay. It's over. Well, he gave me an over yet. And the amount of stories he even told me of ones who came back in the last few minutes, but he didn't have that hope. He didn't have that belief. He didn't have that light. And how many of us have gone through life at times where we don't have that light, where we can't see clearly? And so to me, what I have seen now is that, you know, a lot of you being videographers, there's this idea of light, right? It's not an idea. It's a real thing. But there's different forms of light. You can focus light. You can focus it so much that it becomes a laser and it can actually burn. Well, then you can diffuse light so much that it's almost non like. You, you almost wouldn't notice it, right? The more diffused light, it doesn't create shadows, but the more harsh the light, it creates shadows, right? All has a purpose. None being right or wrong, but just maybe depending on the circumstance, some are better or worse. But this idea of focus is so powerful. So what I've seen is, is a desire is great enough that you really, really want it. I do not not believe that it will not happen for you. It's just how fast it may happen depends on how focused you are on that desire. Because I have seen how I've been able to go, wow, that's something I always kind of wanted. And I can't remember exactly when it started, but certain things ended up happening. I'm like, man, I think that was a glimmer in my consciousness and my, my hope 10 years ago. And then there's been other things that in 30 days I've done something, right? I, I, I held a local event in Alton, Illinois, in 2018, a town of 26,000 people that on January 1st, I started promoting something I didn't even have fully locked in location for. And 30 days later, I held an event that I even thought, I wasn't 100% certain, I would have, you know, <laughs> about 80 people show up. And based on certain things, I was like, that's realistic. And I had a lady clocking, clocking people as they were coming in. 10 minutes to, she's like, there's 180 people. Then all of a sudden we got done, there was about 216 people that showed up. This thing was free. There was no barrier to entry, but I was so potent in those 30 days that I did what some people had taken seven years. But there was the thing. I, I was even getting a big ego and a big head because I had done in 30 days what this other event that I knew about 
about 30 minutes away, had taken seven years to get to. He talked even about how oh, when we first started, there were six people and all. And yet I made this thing happen. I hadn't held an event. I hadn't done anything. I hadn't promoted anything locally. Nothing. In two to three years, I was like a recluse locally. And I just came out with this vengeance and was on the radio and the newspaper. And I did all these things to promote it. And these people came. Focus is powerful. What are you focused on? And there's no right or wrong here. But what I found is that I just had something. I won't go into the detail on this. But I had something that I don't have this very often anymore. Things that semi are not related to what I'm currently focused on. Um, every once in a while, there's something within it that distracts me, but just crazy wild-haired ideas that on a lot of levels don't relate almost at all. I don't have anymore. I haven't had in a few years overall. I nip them in the bud really, really quickly, like in like five or 10 minutes, <laughs> not in, you know, 24 hours or 24 weeks. But this one came up and it threw me for a loop on Monday. And then I had a freaking energetic hangover the next day, which was yesterday. And I was kind of like, God, I can't believe you did that. Now, here's the interesting thing. I, I, couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe I distracted myself with this thing. And then I got up this morning early again, kind of fired up, re-excited, looking at some things, reading some things, and reading these quotes, watching that video. And boom, 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 these things clicked. Because I realized in that moment that had I diverted all my attention and all my energy into this thing that could have seemingly been impossible to most, I could have achieved over the next six to 12 months, 100%. I have zero doubt about that. But what I came to realize that I keep going for each of you as you all have ideas and should I do this and should I quit this career or should I start this or should I do this business or you know this is working, but I don't know, I'm kind of bored. And, and you get all these things going on that, that has you looking through a windshield that isn't clear. So that's not moving very fast. So thus being frustrated that you should be where you you know, thought you'd be five years ago. But the funny thing is, you don't realize that you've probably met and exceeded multiple, 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 multiple goals throughout your life now. But the problem is we have always constantly changed it. So that thing you thought you wanted to do five years ago, you actually did in three years, but you didn't realize it because you've already changed it, moved it, and it's something different and morphed now. So I do believe so powerfully now that we can achieve almost anything we put our mind to and the thing is is that we have to be able to see it to achieve it to see the invisible to achieve the impossible but this idea that those around us i read this other thing about arnold schwarzenegger this guy had to do this article on him in 1976 when he was a quote-unquote nobody he just had a movie come out it sucked nobody really knew who he was and nobody cared about him and even this guy didn't want to go read the article or do the article and spend a day with arnold schwarzenegger in 1976 and they're at this place and nobody's bothering him nobody cares nobody knows who he is and he said you know well what are you going to do after all your bodybuilding career man it's going to end time flies when you're having fun i'm gonna go a little longer today i, I, I noticed my uh, audios are uh longer now but Fewer and far in between, per se. Maybe once a week versus five times a week or whatnot. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue this on for a minute. This is powerful. So and the guys look at him like, okay, you've quit your, your you know, bodybuilding career that you did so well in. Why would you quit that? You know, people will do that all the time. You get really great at something. Why would you quit that? Because I'm going to be one of the best you know, uh, actors in America. Oh, really? Well, what you just did wasn't much proof for that happening. 
and it was this idea that he creates his reality. And I looked it up and it said the Terminator um, that came out, he was one of the highest grossing actors at that time when that movie came out. And that was about eight years after he was a nobody. Nobody cared. People laughed. People thought he was stupid. He was nothing of what was an example of someone who could succeed as a Hollywood actor. But with a focus and determination and dedication to that, he achieved that. But too many times in the third quarter when we're down, we say, eh, that must not be it. On to the next thing. Because we have no conviction. And I say we, and I can see in my life the things that I've had no real conviction because it wasn't the right thing for me. So this idea on Monday, it wasn't a bad idea. And everybody I told about it was like, holy hot dog. Yes. But then I had this, as my wife even said, which I would tie in at all, you don't make decisions out of your manic most enthusiastic, most crazy, most energetic, or most fearful, or most scared, or most angry emotions. When you're at your extremes, let it sit, let it simmer for 24 to 48 hours. See what happens. Now, don't try to cloud your thing with others, because in this situation, I didn't actually have anybody really shoot my idea down or say, you can't do that or that's stupid. They were all very encouraging, but I had to stop. And then to sit back and I had to evaluate it for myself only. Who was I doing this for? Why was I doing it? How was it going to fit into everything else I'm currently doing? Knowing myself really well, I am obsessive. So I know that for me, unlike others I know, who can achieve multiple things all at one time, they're able to put this, the same kind of obsessiveness on certain levels into three or four things that I really only can do in one. But I know that so well that I knew, was this thing in diverting my attention to make it a reality and make it possible worth me diluting massively things I'm already working on and I have momentum with? And so before the old me would not have eliminated that in 24 to 48 hours, I had gone down the path for six weeks to realize it or maybe a year to realize it. All of you are working with me, you know, one-on-one -on -one and have access to sending messages on Boxer. One thing that I had an epiphany the other day as well is, you know, this is kind of set up at times with the thought process that you have to send a question. And you might not know what to ask. I don't have anything to ask. I don't know what to ask, et cetera, et cetera. And somebody sent me an audio, uh, a message the other day updating me. I hadn't heard from him for weeks, actually, and sent me about a six-and-a-half-minute audio. About two-and-a-half minutes into the audio, they said, you know what? I don't really, I don't know if I really have a question. I just wanted to kind of give you an update. Funny thing is, I already sent a five to six minute audio from the first minute and a half that I heard. Now, I can't say that I always, you know, if there's zero question, that I will always have something to respond to. Uh, but I had multiple things throughout that that I sent that probably ended up 10 or 12 minutes that there were zero questions with. Because what I found is it is in my hearing. I can't help until I hear I'm not that kind of person. I'm not an accountability person. I, I just, that's not me. But I know that when I hear you speak and what you've got going on and the goods, the bads, the wins, the uglies, right? The frustrations, the enthusiasm, the excitement. I can latch onto those things and reflect those things back to you and help you shift perspective on certain things that may be holding you back, that may have you have a foggy windshield. That if you just simply speak, Speak from your heart, speak from your soul, speak from your desires, your angers, your frustrations. 
and magic can happen. Because when you get that clear windshield, when you have that focus, you can do more in short periods of time that others thought was impossible. So, take a deep breath. <laughs> Even for me, take a deep breath. Through all the work I've been doing, it's amazing how quickly I can identify everything that's happening is working for me to make me stronger, to make me happier, to make me more clear, and to just serve me. Because I was frustrated. I was in the dumps yesterday, honestly. I know people don't think that, but I was. I will say, not to whatever, but that's what I'm working towards all with all of you. It doesn't happen as often as it used to. Believe it or not, it happened a lot in the past. Uh, but it happened from time to time. And I was frustrated with myself. I thought, God, can you believe that? I can't believe I just spent a whole day, didn't get anything done. Now I'm like energetically drained because I'm like questioning why did you do that? Should I? And, and all this stuff. And then I realized, look at all the lessons that just tied in because I'm looking for it now. In the, in the service I'm doing to you and to others, the reality is all these things serve me because I will find the lesson and I will get knocked down and I will get back up and I will share that lesson with somebody who's knocked down right now who doesn't feel like getting up. And the reality is you can get up and all these things can serve you and help you if you focus on them serving you <laughs> and helping you. Full circle, right? So that's what I saw is this crazy thing that I distracted with on Monday. I know with every bone in my body I could have done, but I know myself so well now that I know that I'm an obsessive person and I cannot obsess over very many things. And this audio to all of you right now is that I come back to all of you. And that the reality is for me, it is in serving all of you and doing this work so that each of you can live out your dream, your purpose, your excitement, your enthusiasm, your love, your passion, your zest. That lights me up more than anything when I come back to it. And I want to spend my days, weeks, and months from a professional aspect doing that activity. So, long one, my friends, long one, the visitation. <laughs> The voice dissertation. Um, anyways, I appreciate all of you. And uh, I'm grateful that you choose to listen to me to find inspiration and to find some kind of wisdom and to find something that can lift you up when you're feeling down. And uh, it's an honor. And uh, no, I got your back. And like I said, I appreciate you all. Fire something away. Like I said, it's in hearing you speak that I can help. So. Rock and roll, my friends. Have a great day. Talk soon.